Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's storyteller was a prolific poet and novelist. The preeminent female Punjabi writer, she was equally beloved on both sides of the Pakistan-India border. We're talking about Amrita Pritam. Amrita Kaur was born in 1919 in Punjab, Pakistan. It's likely from her father that Amrita developed her connection with literature. In addition to being a leader of the Sikh faith, he was also a poet, scholar, and occasional editor of a literary journal. When Amrita was 11, her mother died. The tragedy of losing her mom at such a young age spurred Amrita to write. She found solace and comfort in the art form. And by age 16, she published her first anthology of poems, called Amrit Leran, or Immortal Waves. That same year, in 1936, Amrita married a much older man to whom she'd been engaged since early childhood, Pritam Singh. Amrita published a new collection of poetry each year for the first six years of their marriage. Later on, their deeply unhappy union would inform much of her work. But first, Amrita's themes shifted from romance to war and state violence in the early 1940s. Amrita became part of the progressive writers' movement. Her thoughts on the war-torn economy and the Bengal famine are reflected in her 1944 collection, Lok Peed, or People's Anguish. In 1947, the former British India was partitioned into two states, India and Pakistan. Roughly one million Muslims, Hindus, and Sikhs died in the violence that followed the partition. As a Sikh woman, the violence made Amrita a refugee. So at the age of 28, she migrated to New Delhi. She expressed the anguish of leaving her home in what's now her most iconic poem, Ode to Waris Shah. The poem is an elegy to the 18th century Punjabi poet, Waris Shah, with whom Amrita shared a birthplace. Following the partition, Amrita's success continued to grow. In 1950, she published her novel, Pinjar, or The Skeleton. The novel explores themes of fate, violence against women, loss of humanity, and existentialism. It was so successful that it was adopted into an award-winning film in 2003. In 1960, after having two children together, Amrita divorced her husband. It was in the years leading up to and shortly after her divorce that her writing became distinctly feminist. Her work from that time documents her unhappy marriage and the events leading up to her split with Pritam. Around the same time, Amrita's work was translated into a wide variety of languages, including English, Danish, French, and Mandarin. She also wrote several autobiographical pieces, including Black Rose and Rasidi Ticket. Rasidi Ticket depicted Amrita's several-decade-long unrequited love for the poet Sahir Ludhianivi. While Amrita did not find relationship bliss with Sahir, she did ultimately find lifelong companionship with the renowned writer and artist Imroz. While the two never married, Imroz and Amrita spent the last 40 years of her life together. He designed many of her book jacket covers, and she was the muse for several of his paintings. Their life together is captured in the book 
Amrita Imroz, A Love Story. Later in life, Amrita's work became more spiritual in nature. She turned to the spiritual leader Osho, who you may remember from the Netflix series Wild Wild Country. She wrote several introductions to his books. Recognition for Amrita's wide body of work poured in throughout her lifetime. In addition to many translations and stage and screen adaptions, Amrita enjoyed a series of honors. She was the first recipient of the Punjab Ratan Award and the first woman to receive the Saitya Akademi Award for Literature in 1956. She later earned India's highest literary award in 1982 and India's second highest civilian honor in 2004. That same year, in 2004, she was given the Saitya Akademi Fellowship, a Lifetime Achievement Award that recognizes the immortals of literature. Perhaps the most important voice for women in Punjabi literature, her six-decade career yielded over 100 books of poetry, essays, fiction, folk songs, and autobiographies. After a long fight with illness, Amrita died in her sleep in New Delhi on October 31, 2005. She was 86 years old. All month, we're talking about storytellers. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.